at the top. The peak, tippy top of safety. The strongest grandmother level of the, trust. The snow on Safety Mountain has Christian Erickson's boot prints. <laughs> what I'm saying is... <laughs> Welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith, Scott Weeby, Brian Chesko. Gentlemen, welcome to allergy season. So true, so true. Scott, you walked in and yeah. I was careful <laughs> to approach exactly how you looked. Uh, not that you're not secure in your manhood, right? Um, but. My concern was that your face was awful puffy. And I said, yeah. are those allergies or have you been sobbing? You did ask me that. I was glad to hear on some level that it was allergies and not sobbing. Obviously, I would not want anything yes. uh, ill to come to you or your family. Absolutely. Um, anyways, but uh, either way, I am glad to say that I am not an al- allergy sufferer. So I cannot yeah. empathize with you other than the fact that you have a swollen face Yes. And they're sneezing and coughing, and I get it. It's true. I'll try to keep that out of the pod. Yeah. My portion. Some might sneak in. My portion of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast today, sponsored by Allegra D. (laughs) (laughs) I need the decongestant in addition to the antihistamine. Nice. Some people understand what that means. Sure. That's true. It's thick and heavy pollen here in Virginia. That's true. That's right. What's thick and heavy as well is the uh, Premier League race to the finish of the season we are in the stretch run there are two game weeks left to be played sort of sad it is although i'm also i'm i'm i gotta be honest with you i continue to feel like i'm ready for it you're ready it has been an exhausting season not just because we pod about it every week but but i mean it's it's just like i think i feel i think i understand how city feel (laughs) fighting for this title (laughs) For as long as they have, it's hard to do. Brian, is he is he being a jerk face? No, right I now? don't think so. I think he's I think he's being serious. I think I get a little bit what you're talking about. It's it's exhausting for anybody. I get why. Are you teams a little worrisome that go to the beach? That as you are leading like the fantasy league, mm-hmm. is it a little worrisome that to get this close and then have it snatched from you again, Charlie Brown? Uh, who is it, Sally or Lucy? I think I've said this Lucy. before, and you Lucy, guys correct yeah. me. Yeah. Lucy snatching the football away as Charlie Brown tries to you kick know, it. You know, I got to be honest. I see myself more as Lucy in this situation. I'm I'm letting the competition back in a little bit, feeling a little okay. I'm about to snatch it away from him. Okay. I didn't build my team for game weeks 35 and 36. In fact, I dare say that no one listening to this, including any of the three of us, Looking back, it was never possible. It's not possible that anyone could have built a team for all of the remaining eight game weeks of the season. Well, you're right. The it's, yo-yo has been unless you really have multiple painful. cards to play. If you have multi- even then, well, hold on. If you have a free hit, wild card, bench boost, bench boost, you play them in on certain weeks. I did play my wild card early in the second half, so I, I did not have that one. I had the others, and I feel like I played them pretty well. But I just have run out. And so 35, the light game week, was a little bit down for me. 
Uh, 36 was the same way, and it always was going to be. I knew that because of the matchups. Yeah. And some of the players that I have have better matchups for game weeks 37 and 38. All right, so now, uh, I know you probably don't want to lead into this too much, but mm-hmm. I, I want to just put you on the spot right now. Okay. How are you looking for 37? Uh, really good. Okay. Uh, I have uh, 11 of my 15 players currently Yeah. without having made my free transfer yet for this week. Are 11 you- of my 15 have double game weeks. Okay, good. The four who do not... Salah and Virgil, and those of you who've been listening, yes, that means I didn't actually sell Salah between last pod and this one. Right. Still lying. Salah and Virgil, Zaha and Luca. So those are four to be okay with for Man. one match. Red Hot Palace. Yes. So the other 11 all have double match weeks. I like the matchups. I've got a couple of United players. Uh, I've got, you know, I got an Arsenal player. I've got a Harry Kane in there. Yeah. I'm probably going to sell a defender, but otherwise, I'm honestly, I almost didn't make a free transfer this past week. Yeah. I don't dislike anyone on my team, sure. but I also knew that that meant I was going to take a little bit of a hit going into 36, yeah, yeah. which I did, okay. which we're going to recap here in just a second, but I feel really good about 37. All right. Well, good. Now we'll see if it actually happens. Well, I could lose it. Look, Absolutely, could lose it. There's title. one or two people out there that might be interested in this, and so I just want to to bring that up, not to labor on it, but just wanted to bring it up. I think the story, even if you're not a part of our league, which many people listening are not, I think the story of how our league has gone has probably been an entertaining one. To this and point. I'm just trying to. I have a chance. I think and I hope uh-huh. if I play my cards correctly, okay. Brian, to get out of the cellar. Hey man, and, and I uh, at this point, that's my only goal. I mean, right now you're <laughs> buying me dinner. I know. Yeah. Right, right. And, yeah. and you know what? We might not have told Pod Nation no, we about that. Yeah. But uh, I thought it'd be – I'm in the bottom, so it's a lot easier for, for someone in the bottom to come up with a, a, a yeah. bet or payment as opposed to someone in the top. But I thought it'd be a fun thing. I'd like to get our league together at the end of the season and uh, just for like – just to go out to, to have some maybe adult beverages and some food. And uh, But I thought it'd be kind of fun for, for the the – Last place finisher to have to buy the first place finisher's Which, dinner. If the first place person at the time had made that recommendation, that would have been a little. A, yeah, yeah, a little that. Oh yeah, yeah, a little, a little bit of yeah. What mm. a what a doc. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but as the last place person, it was it was a sportsmanlike sure. of you. No, I, I, I think it'll be fun. It'll and add it, a little spice to the. And end now of the you're trying here. to get out of relegation. Yeah, and it puts, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, it puts a little puts a little reverse pressure on you, dude. That's right. <laughs> Now, we're going to cover 36, but honestly, if you've been listening to our pods, I feel like you probably already know everything we're going to say. Yeah. The United, the Manchester's There's City nothing new United. under the sun. I do have one interesting tidbit that we have not mentioned. I know we have not mentioned, and I think it's worth looking at. Okay. Well, we'll take a look at that. But otherwise, the Manchester's gave you some surprises. Liverpool looked like someone in the middle of a championship I think I nailed Liverpool tie. in my analysis. And nice. why Klopp was an idiot. Spurs and Chelsea are trying. The bottom three all gained points, and we're trying. Crystal Palace are hot. Everything let's do this. Pretty let's, much let's, as it let's, let's 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 get into yeah, this. this. All of these things you're saying would fit perfectly into a recap of the matches. All right. Well, let's let's get to them already, huh? <laughs> all right. Let's get on to the matches. West Ham one, Manchester City four. Aaron Cresswell cheats a little bit, maybe, or his teammates did at least to help oh, Hammers get the goal. But hey, Sané, Zabaleta own goal, Gabriel Jesus, and Fernandinho, you see to it that there's no drama here. Neil Swarbrick aside, City get the points. Brian, I know it's very annoying to you 
the Cresswell goal. But I just want to say this will probably be one of the only things we talk about West Ham in this segment. Well, it felt like even in the game, it felt like it felt like West Ham had a goal in them. I mean, I don't think I don't think you there. I mean, for a second there, yeah, they were putting some putting some good pressure on. But yeah. that is a fair statement. I I completely back that statement. But um, but yeah, to score it that way. Uh, looking Marco, back, Marco, I, I love it. It's though. A, little Marco, anno- a little annoying. Darts, and I lo- and and this speaking as someone who is currently wearing that constantly wears an Aaron Cresswell, t- uh, yeah, kit yeah, shirt sure. under my regular shirt. Right, sure, yeah. You haven't taken it off all season. No, no I, lo- I love it. But one thing I loved about the play was for those of you who have not seen it or didn't focus on it, Marco Arnautovic kind of runs almost like a what is he doing type of a run right in front of the wall. And it sort of grabs your attention. And while he's doing that, Noble Put, decides to completely shove on one end the entire wall, making a little bit of space for Cresswell's ball to curl past the wall into the space that Noble right. just created. Remember. <clears throat> and it creeps inside the post. Remember Gilfie's shot for Swansea at the end of last season against Manchester United? No. Uh, it was, <laughs> Well, listen. It was just it was a goal at the end where uh, right most okay. of us don't remember every single one of Gilfie's goals. I'm just saying that there was a play where Ander Herrera <laughs> ran from the wall back to the you line. You know what? I do remember that now. And then came back up again, and he did it too soon. You're right. He gave Gilfie the perfect window, but even on a play like that, it, it's the same thing okay, with Aaron Cresswell. Regardless of what's going on with the wall and the runners and everything, the guy making that kick. Still has to put the ball right in the perfect spot. He did, and so as all that interference and all this stuff, like, and even the even the missed offside that led up to that play, Cresswell put the ball in the perfect spot. Now, that's probably enough about West Ham in this one. This is again, as always, about City. Dave, you noticed right away when the lineups came out a notable omission: David Silva. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Well, That's what everyone was saying, Brian, hey man, across fantasy world, listen. including this pod, as we gave them, as was it Travis or Drew, so nicely brought to our attention on Slack, Slack sponsor us, saying, hey, so much for grandma level of trust, David Silva, and well, maybe listen, that was I, me, maybe yeah, I was the I, one saying my, that. My feeling about a lot of those guys, that I know I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly how we stated it. I didn't go back and listen to the podcast to, to get the wor- word for word. But my feeling was that there was there was a, a there was a decent level of trust with the stars, yeah. the attacking stars. Yeah. Jesus being the lead guy, right? I felt the best about Jesus and Sterling. Ederson I felt great being about Sterling. the other guy who was you know nearly a certainty. The other guys, you knew there was some there was some some chance, some maybe. risk of rotation. I still felt like Silva was a shoe in, but but we but I think between Sane, Sterling, Debrana, Silva, all of those guys, you, you know, you you want to see them out there. You don't expect them to to not play at all. Yeah. So I think that might be the more shocking bit of it is that Silva didn't even he didn't even make a, a an appearance. With that said, the ones who played. Probably did well for you if you oh, also yeah. played them. City host Huddersfield and Brighton in the upcoming game week. Yeah, Jesus. Does Give it, me another goal. Does Some it, bonus points. Hey, does it? We'll get to that. Don't gloss we'll get, over this. We'll get to Can that we, later. We'll get to that when we get to West Brom. Uh, we'll get to that later. Right. You will have let's, your moment. Okay. Although you're still losing. I know. The bet. I not by much though. Not by much. I'm back in it. Two matches. 
uh, promoted clubs this season, although we're at the end of the year, so we probably should stop saying that. Uh, doesn't matter if any of the guys you own only play one match. They're probably going to get you double-digit points, right? Yeah. The, I think what, what Manchester City has done, they've made it the difficulty for anyone who has a triple captain chip remaining. Who to, who to play? Yes. So one of the things, and I'll say this. Indoor you know, Spurs. Agreeing, agreeing with you, Scott, that at the beginning of this, that I feel like as long and drawn out and as tiring as this season has been, in fantasy, I think a lot of people have sensed that. I think you, kind of, you can find that sentiment other places. Uh, I still think that because there is so much unknown here, there seem to be so many good options in these last two, the two official match weeks that are left. There's a lot, I think, because the way things have shaped up and because of the, the form players have turned, you know, it's primarily stars. I think that it's, I think that because you have a lot of different ways to go here, I think it adds a lot of, I feel like it adds a lot of, uh, can I a put lot you on, of confusion can, and can a I, little bit of difficulty. It does, here. but can I put you on the spot here? Yeah. If you're doing well, you like where you're sitting, either in your personal league or in overall rank, mm-hmm. the safe choice is Harry Kane for triple captain next week. Yes. Safe the, choice. Yes, the safest possible okay. choice. If you were going to avoid making the safe choice because you need mm-hmm. some kind of differential here, yes. who would be your triple captain choice? Well, I think Raheem Sterling is is making a huge but push here. Is it his here. turn to be rotated? Right. Well, so I think Raheem Sterling has made a huge push for second half of the season MVP. But uh, but, he's, but but he's the next one out. Sané sat out last week. Silva sat out this this past right. match. I'm guessing Sterling's not playing. He's at least not starting both matches in this game. Well, the tough thing is Harry Kane this, is. This is what so this is what the, what we said last week is that Jesus being the only official st- starter as a striker. So is Jesus is, your answer? Is is extremely safe, but even you see here in this match, I think it might have been a consequence of the scoreline. Even he doesn't play 90 exactly. minutes. So he subs off a little bit early. So if who's they, your triple if captain they if Pep decides to let Sterling lead the line, then but I just can't imagine Jesus coming out of the lineup. No, not to start. And, and the other, the other thing, thing is Sterling hasn't swapped for Silva or De Bruyne or any of these guys. Like, I just don't know who. I mean, it, it it would just would entire. It seems like it would entirely depend on if he on a on a whim decided to change the tactic for Huddersfield or Brighton. He could put Bernardo up there. He could do. Anything with any, he could do anything with any available player in the entire city uh, academy system. I feel like for either of these matches, it could be Yaya Toure for all we know. Yes, <laughs> the fact that Gundogan started, Fernandinho is back from his suspension. Company sits, and now uh, something we can talk about more in injury roundup: the fact that Kyle Walker leaves at sixty-one minutes or whatever it was with what looked like a groin injury. So. Now you have, you know, yes, I, I, I agree. My, what I have written down here is that I have a bad feeling rotation is going to take out one of the big guns in the double week. Yep. But good luck guessing who that is. Yeah. yeah, there's no way I can figure that out, Brian. So I'm just rolling with Jesus Silva, David Silva, that is, and Sterling. I'm rolling with those guys. Are you going to triple captain guys. one of the three? 
Yeah. Which or one? Erickson. Ooh, not Kane. Erickson. Uh, you're correct. speaking to someone who is not a Kane owner, so Dave cannot captain Harry Kane. I chose not to buy him back. That's true. You you did and say so, you sold him for Jesus. Uh, I want to stick with that. Uh, so anyways, but we'll get to that there. Hey, All listen, right. I want to bring something up real quick. Uh, I've often mocked Raheem Sterling multiple times about how wasteful he is and joked about the fact that he might, if he's not careful, Brian, get the wasteful player of the week award named oh, after that's him. Oh, that's just that's even just, though just mean spirited. I know just chicken that, little right there, man. Even though I know that Waste Watch will probably show you know it's that's on Christian Benteke. Not this. We'll week. get to that. But bottom line is. Sterling, surprisingly, Brian, mm-hmm. out of all the top goal scorers in the league, has the best ratio shots per goal, goal per shots, however you want to look at it. Okay. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, there. That, that is a big deal. Um, <laughs> I think we, but yeah, he has the best ratio out of all the top guys with a 4.4 shots per goal. That's great. I thought he's having he's having an Salah, he's having a great, great season. Salah is and Aguero. Great. Salah and Aguero. Are right there at four point five, but there's a lot of other big name players that are are like that have been scoring and that have been relative in fantasy that are behind that, and it just seems like wow, Sterling's leading that. Yeah. He's got Sterling's eighteen issue. goals. How many is he's got? Ten assists. How many? Yeah. I mean, sure. He, For him, it was never about quantity of misses. It was about quality of misses. Yeah, he has missed the easiest ones. Now yeah. I well, never wanted him to be. Forgive named Forgive me after a correction. Seventeen assists. He has 18 goals and 17 assists. He's had a career year. So I'm saying, saying that for Lord. a great year for He's him. He's having a great year. His misses have still been pretty egregious when they've happened. They yeah. have been. But just think about that if he wasn't stupid. There hasn't been as many as we thought, though. The quality has overshadowed the quantity. Um, the guy that's getting... The guy that's getting, I feel like we haven't talked about him a lot, and he's gotten overshadowed now in multiple ways, but DeBrano being expensive, uh, having dipped a little bit in form... Uh, yeah, I was gonna say he's not really being overshadowed. He just has dropped off a little bit. You know how many how many goals, how many assists DeBrana has? He has 15. seventeen. Oh, he's selling, He's at seventeen. But the same as Sterling, but he only has eight goals, and Sterling has eighteen. That's what she said. He has Sterling has eighteen. Sterling has 18. Yeah. That's ridiculous. No, all of those guys have gotten to, there's so many guys have gotten to double digit assists. They've gotten double digit goals. Like everything about the team is great. I just think that. But, like but even the Brown even is in, the one that celebrated. In, hey, he's in the running for player of the year. Well, it's because he's the, he's the maestro there and everybody knows that. But even in this match, you know, they end up, they end up overturning his assist. FPL did. He doesn't get credited for the assist on the Zabaleta own goal. Determined that the ball took too many deflections. It bounced off of Adrian and now Zabaletta, and it was nice. too ma- too many deflections <laughs> for it to count as an assist. So, even the points that he would have had, it was his it was his shot that was deflected yeah. in. But because it hit because it ricocheted, you know the 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 league decided not to give, award him anything. So I just I mean he's one of those guys that he could easily be the guy in the double week. Wrapping this up. We don't know who's going to be the guy. Someone will be. My best Look, guess, my best guess would be would be Sterling. I would go with Sterling and or Silva because Silva didn't play. So probably guaranteed to play next match, right Scott? Sterling, you would think Sterling is most likely to be rotated in my opinion. And the, that might the, be true. And the difficult thing too is even in with his hat trick of assists here, 
and clearly what being, is that called i don't know a hat trick of assists i think i have we i think we've discussed this before is this no, like, no 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 is no this no assist, not with assists it's an assist hat short hat that's what you call it oh. um he finished with just one bonus point in here jesus finishes yeah. with the with all three really annoying if you captained actually vice captain sterling so this is so it's this kind of thing that if Sterling is the one, you know, you you hope that he's the one that's leading in scoring. He's actually kicking the goals in. Had he scored one goal, had he put a goal in, he would have gotten those bonus. He probably points. would have been way higher. But uh, but either way, that's something else to consider here. You know, if Jesus is the one starting, if Jesus is the one that's, you know, if he if he puts in a brace and a you know a goal and an assist in the you know in the double in the double week, I mean, you're doing great. Yeah. And he's he. I feel like he is nearly as safe as Kane, uh, especially given the matchups in City's form. I don't, I don't, all I know is you mentioned vice captaining Sterling, and that was a big deal for you because he was your captain. Yeah, Dave. yeah. The first time this has ever happened for me, David Silva did not play at all, mm-hmm. and obviously he was my captain, right? So if, of course, when I see yeah. he's not in the starting lineup, I then check to see if he's in the squad, and I'm like. Well, good. At least he's not even in the squad. That guarantees I had Salah, and I had I had Salah as, as I was using your Luca strategy, Scott. Nice. Uh, Salah was my first player on the bench, and uh, not so bad. He he, you know, he didn't score, but whatever. So, but anyways, bottom line, Sterling ended up being my captain this week which as feels, the vice captain, which feels like the perfect place to finish the city conversation. Uh, Dave, you don't want to glo- you don't want to be happy for one more second about another Marco again, not on the score sheet here. Still yes. One, still one goal since Thank our you, bet Brian, was for bringing that up. Um, Marco now has two games to score f- four goals. Three, three games. Right. Leicester, Dang. Manchester United in the double week, ending this ending the season with Everton. They need still possible. Right. West Ham absolutely need points. Uh hey, look, Aaron Cresswell kicked it in on a free kick. Aaron Cresswell has taken those. And I know they lost four one, and I know, you know, you're not counting a lot on West Ham for clean sheets here, but Aaron Cresswell is still less than five dollars. You need a guy. You need a guy to get into your defense. And West Ham's playing really hard, and that and that does matter this time of the season. I've been burned by Cresswell before. Not going near him. Uh, he's Sorry, currently the twelfth most transferred in defender for uh, going into this double week thirty-seven. So, uh, just something to think about. Well, Lester has been ice cold. Before we go to our next match, it's time to hear a word from this week's sponsor. Is it Allegra D? It is not. Hi, I'm Huddersfield manager, David Wagner. Our trip next weekend to Manchester to play this season's champions got me thinking. This is the time of year when trophies need a good polish before getting handed out once again. That's where Yorkshire polishing comes in. Yorkshire Polishing was established in 1999 and successfully polishes for industry and trade. They offer a wide range of polishing skills and machines in their warehouse based in Yorkshire. Their finishes range from dull, satin, bright, and super bright. To have a glance at their typical machinery and type of work they've done, browse over their website at yorkshire-polishing.co.uk. Plus, they're hiring, so visit yorkshire-polishing.co.uk today. I've got to applaud David Wagner for knowing about polishing companies in yorkshire well i mean huddersfield play in yorkshire so it makes well, total sense. i'm excited about that that he would even find that though i'm, going I'm to, honored that they would ask him to do that yeah they're going to city trophy polishing makes total sense you know 
were nothing if not timely. Are they going? Is that a, is that a part of their going there? Maybe they'll take it a little easier on them if they help polish the trophy. <laughs> Probably not. United two, Arsenal one. Pogba and Fellaini overcome Henrik Mkhitaryan's lone goal for Arsenal. Man. Hey, Dave, do you hey. have a, do you have a problem with Mkhitaryan not celebrating? Some no, people, some people. No. I mean, some people that's are a standard upset about thing. It. That's a standard thing. The uh, the tweet that got all the attention was uh, a Twitter user Anthony O'Connor who said, "McTarian, you were at Old Trafford about a fortnight, mate. Celebrate <laughs> on your knees in front of the Stratford end." <laughs> what would Alexis? Th- th- there might be some truth to that, but I think you were about to. I think you were about to say, Scott. What I was about to say is like. What would Sanchez have done if he scored that goal and not Pogba? I think Sanchez would have ripped his shirt off because he. Did. <laughs> I think That's he might have sick both of he might have sicked uh, Droopsy and Dropsy as two dogs on Arsene Wenger. What are these dogs' names? I don't think they're Droopsy and Dropsy. That's a, that was my guess. No, Gunner and uh, uh, Soros. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, hey. No, I don't have a problem with that. Okay. I mean, look, McTarian's a kind of a classy guy. That's a standard thing, not to celebrate your own club. Salah, you know, drops a million goals on Roma last week in their Champions League. He never celebrated. So, I mean, that's just one of those things I think, that you I think do. The issue for, I think the issue was more that he was only there for a short time, and he was basically pushed out because he wasn't seen as being I good, love it. good enough. It just seems like this happens all the time in football. It is football karma. When, when when the player who sort of wasn't treated right at a club comes back and plays against that club, I swear, like, chalk it up almost every time, it's mm. a goal. They're at least going to get a goal or an assist. And it's, what, for whatever reason, it's just kind of fun to watch. Listen, I was happy, obviously, as an Arsenal fan. We lost. But, man, they, that was a B team out there. Yeah, it was. Reese Nelson. Like him? I was really more impressed with the center back. That was the best center back play we've had all year. <laughs> Between Brian, I don't know how to say this. I, I think he's Greek. I think he's from Greece. Okay. Mavropanos. Mavropanos, I think. Konstantinos Mavropanos. He and Chambers, and I've mentioned Chambers earlier. When Chambers has come in and played before, for whatever reason, since January, it's almost like he's a completely new player. He mm. has played so smartly. Anyways, they played the best center back position that Arsenal has probably had maybe all year. Mm. And it was the first time they played together. And I was just like, oh, really? So it's not that tough. Like, you can actually get guys who can play that position. And you're oh, saying yeah. that that's what contributed to McTarian scoring a goal? I think that that kept them alive. I mean, come on. United was had their full lineup in there, and Arsenal had their average age out there was probably 22, maybe. Yeah, that I mean, they, they had multiple teenagers on the field. So That new manager, he cannot wait to come in so that he can have the center back pairing of Mavropanos and Chambers. Absolutely. Yeah. Go, go to war with that, Scott. Uh, all right, so what do we make of this? Pogba scores. Alexis it, doesn't. Aubameyang doesn't. Arsenal doesn't care, but uh, Aubameyang yeah. still plays. Uh, Lukaku is injured, leaves before 60 minutes. That's significant. It is significant. You want to know why it's significant? Not that we're jumping way ahead here. The Guardian's headline concerning this should probably raise a few eyebrows. Lukaku expected to be fit to face Chelsea in the FA Cup final. That's the way it's being oh, stated. Okay. Uh, Mourinho, typically open 
Mourinho about injuries. You know how he always is. Sure. I don't know yet. Super transparent. I hope it's not something that keeps him immediately out of a game that is in three weeks' time, but I don't know. I never... (laughs) I never... When I finish a game and a player is injured, I never immediately go for good or bad news. I wait a bit more. I, th- I mean, honestly, he in that same interview, he acknowledged that Romelu want, Lukaku wants to play all the time, whether he has a knock or not, like yeah, no, sure. w- whether it's little or big. So I don't think you're going to get any clarity on this leading up to it. I don't think you're going to get clarity on this. If he sits this week and, and might start next week, yeah. I don't think there's any clarity about this at all. Well... What makes that terrible is uh, Alexis Sanchez uh, comes back with an assist here, yeah. plays a, another excellent game, and if Lukaku's out, all of a sudden, Alexis Sanchez is not an overpriced uh, midfielder anymore. He's a normally priced striker. Yeah. So, uh, Scoring I, midfield points. Yes. So... So that's what makes the lack of clarity on this, I think, a little bit annoying. If you weren't, hey, you have you have Mo Salah and you have a spare dollar, you can go to Alexis Sanchez and get him for three pretty good matches to end the season compared that's to Salah. Interesting. Two. It is interesting. I, I, look, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying to do that, especially because he was your triple captain last year as a differential. <laughs> it's now, and I, we know how that worked uh, in the last double week. Uh, the potential of, of putting a triple right. captain on Alexis Chan- Sanchez did not it did not work no. out. No, although they did not have you know, this week, they do not have an FA Cup semifinal looming. No, they uh, play it, at Brighton and at West Ham, which you're not scared that those two opponents are. No, not at all. And if they need, to, if there's any sense whatsoever of preserving Lukaku's injured ankle for the FA Cup final on May 19th. If there's anything, if there's anything about this the, his ankle scan that suggests that this that's a longer term injury than just a week. Yeah. I think there might be some way of finding a way of getting Alexis Sanchez in as a huge huge differential guy. I'm going to laugh so hard when uh, Lukaku comes back for that Thursday match. Well, oh my what, gosh. what's going to be interesting though that sort of brings maybe Marcus Rashford into play as well. I would not personally do it just because I don't know yeah. what's going to happen, and, right? And I the mean, money no one does. It's just too risky for me. You know exactly, and the mo- the money is going to the money is going to the the guy who scored the goal here. Right. All the money is going to Pogba. Sure. Uh, Pogba's well, in, the fifth in, most in, fifth most transferred in. In Pogba's this last four right games, fourteen zero six ten. So he's been pretty active in the last four games. Yeah, and and so. Uh, yeah, it's the it's exactly what you wanted from Pogba. It's the thing that's been the the talking point of Pogba all season long. So the question is, is that going to sustain? You know, are you going to get that same kind of attacking, uh, you know, kind of darting runs and a lot more uh, uh, offensive Pogba? Or are you going to get the guy who's uh, forced to take the 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 deeper midfield role? I want to bring this up just and, because and for four weeks, it's other than his other than his blank a couple weeks ago. Uh, you've gotten good returns from it. I got screwed this weekend with Phil Jones. I hey, think man. a lot of people probably did. Phil people Jones still... is not even in the side. There's not a there's not a triangle next to his name. No. What the heck is going on with Phil Jones? Question mark. Shrug. And whatever way you want to say, I have no idea because there's no way of knowing. He's only played in the last double game week for that second 
match that yeah. took place at the midweek. Otherwise, he, he hasn't really played. But right. he's not. That's because he was hurt. He is currently not hurt, and that's well, what I'm trying so, to say. So says the so says the colored triangle that does not appear next to his name. I'm really curious what it is that's that's prompting uh, thousands of people to transfer Phil Jones in this week, coming into this double week. I don't know. Chance that he didn't play that. I mean, I'm a Jones owner, but I'm absolutely considering going right to Smalling. That's what I mean. Well, that's I know I, will and, play, and for that's point. what ever, and that's what everyone is doing. You're not. It's not a joke to say that because he is the number one transfer in. Yeah, for I all defenders. In, I absolutely transferred in Smalling a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I have not been disappointed yeah. yet. Smalling yeah. is fourth overall in transfers in the number one most transferred in defender. Yeah. Hey, real quick. And Scott, I know you hate I, this. I lied just now. I actually transferred him in last week. Okay. I ended up selling Matt Lowton, as I said I would, for yeah. Matt Chris Smalling, which didn't actually pay off this one week. I know you hate this. Yeah. I just want to bring this up. If you want to figure out a way to squeeze as many double match week guys in as you can, you have a transfer available. If you want someone cheap, Ashley Young... He had an assist this week, sure but did. he has not had one in a while. Okay, so I'm not saying that he's coming in red hot. But number one, he's someone who is always playing. Okay, he does play defense for them. I understand that. Right. But he is always is sending in crosses. He sure is. Always. And he's always playing at a 4.8. That is a cheap midfield option in a good double match week. I was trying to figure out this week one of the most transferred a, a guy who's being transferred out a good bit. I am shocked to see it as high as it is. Luka Milivojevic is the sixth most transferred out midfielder. No, no, he is the sixth most transferred out player, not just midfielder. Sixth most transferred out this week. Huh. The only guy I can possibly think that you are going to. If you have Luka Milivojevic and you're getting rid of him, is Ashley Young? I there, still don't make. I still don't agree with that move. Luka Milivojevic is sure. their captain. I'm not He's saying he's not coming out. I'm just saying you look down through the list of midfielders and people who are available out there in that range. Jesse Lingard is six dollars. It's a it's a point seven difference from right. Luka. So I just can't imagine that. I mean, I'm sure people have some money floating around. I know I sure I still do. Yeah, but. It just seems really odd that somebody, you know, we can talk more about it in Crystal Palace, but still, transferring out Luca for somebody who's as offensively iffy as right. Ashley Young seems an odd move, especially given the fixtures that Crystal Palace have the last two weeks. And on top of that, if Luca wasn't such a nice guy, oh, he yeah. would have had double digit points again this week. Yes, that's very true. We'll get to that in a little bit. Dave, do you have an Arsenal moment? No. Um, the, Dave, the only thing you can say, the only thing there is to say about Arsenal is the rotation is going to be nightmarish, I would imagine. Well, we'll find out this week. Right. Well, what right. I'm Thursday, saying is... Th- after Thursday, they play Sunday this week. Right. But still, I don't know what that means. Regardless of the result this week, I don't know how that affects Sunday. Right. Uh, it, to me, it just seems like, it, uh, it seems like you're rolling the dice. That's some seriously big dice you were rolling. On anyone other than Obama Yang uh, going into the double, I agree. their double week, and even then, you know, 
It just doesn't seem like a lot of people are buying Nacho Monreal. A lot of yeah. people are buying, you know, there's some there's some guys that are that people are going to in Arsenal. I, it just I, seems I would stay really away from risky. everyone except for Aubameyang, like you said. Uh, I do want to finish this match's discussion by using Arsene Wenger as our manager core of the week. Oh, uh, he had a little moment with uh, Sir Alex Ferguson before the match uh, began. Looked a little fake, but whatever. That's just me. He said this, I've worked at a top level for 35 years without any interruption, and I think I'm the only one who has done that. I am in unknown territory. Will I take a break? I'll be surprised if I meet him, him being Jose Mourinho, next year. Uh, He'd given this gift, and when he was asked about the gift, he said, I don't know what it is. I haven't looked at it. I want to have a glass of red wine with Sir Alex because it is always good wine. Once you are not a danger anymore people love you he's such a weirdo man he's an interesting dude but he's your weirdo no more he he (laughs) is for about three more weeks scott and then he will no longer be my weirdo anymore will he be sad uh there's mixed feelings liverpool nil stoke nil the end yeah is all it, of the it, starters, just about, all the guys you probably own actually played for Liverpool, but unless their names are Virgil or Loris Carius, they probably didn't get you much. Yeah. Uh, clean sheets for everyone. Bonus points went to everyone that matters to absolutely no one. Uh, Joe Gomez, Ragnar Klavan, Eric Peters, all gaining bonus Wait, points. Wait, handballs get you bonus points? Apparently so. They get you one bonus point. Huh. Uh Shocked a little bit that in a clean sheet match for Stoke City that Jack Butland was not in bonus points here. I think the fact that he only had two saves uh, is probably why. Liverpool. Hey, the big one here, man. I know I get that there were penalty possible possibilities during the match, but Mo Salah taking a swing at Martin's Indy. It was pretty clear that he did. To not be charged is odd. This you is consistent. You can't break records if you're suspended, Brian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come that on. It's very true. It's very uh, true. Th- this is consistent though with the FA fouling up well that, that decision a few weeks ago. So even you want to see the judge's scorecard. No, no, no. It was the um, Yeah, no, I'm telling I, the, it was the Hagazi punch. Right. right. I'm saying well, you want to see the judge's scorecard. You want to see what led is, to yeah, them the deciding same. not to yeah, suspend. So, I'm on, and that's, okay, I got you now. So in an article in Metro.co.uk, former Premier League referee Mark Halsey said that exact thing. Uh he anticipated that specifically because Hagazi was not charged, that Salah would avoid Punishment. There's here. So someone there's on the Egyptian F- bias. Go figure. Man, if you're Egyptian right now, you El Nani. If he's out there, he could get get El away Nanny with murder. Egyptian? I think so. Oh my gosh, you're just guessing based on his name. That no, no, he's no. Egyptian? I think he is Egyptian. I think he plays on the Egyptian team with Salah. Well, look, Scott, re- double check that. Here's the thing. Do you guys want to take a guess on what number a player transfer out Salah is after blanking against the league's worst defense? Yes. Guess what number an overall transfers out Mohamed Salah what, is. What like what number place he is yes. or how many transfers? Yes. No, guess what number out of all of the current players ranked I, one through a thousand or whatever. I, I wouldn't think he'd uh is he in the top twenty? He is. God bless. Is he in the top fifteen? Yes, he is. <laughs> this isn't a friggin' twenty questions, is he Dave. In the top Make 10? a guess. Is he in the top ten? Yes. Is he in the top five? Yes. 
Come on. Holy cow, man. Just guess a number. Three. No. One. Yes. Come on. I am shocked at this What's as well. What's wrong with people? We... He's not playing in the double match week. Brian, it has to be something. Not hey, playing in double match week. And, and I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. Now, here's the other thing, too. I held on to him, not sure why, but I did hold on to him, thinking he wasn't going to play this week because I thought, surely Klopp is not a fool. Surely, as you have a 5-2 lead going into a midweek Champions League match, that you would not play your star player. They don't have anybody Dave. in a game that means donkey. They don't have. They don't have and people. You know what? Klopp said, "Hey, go on out there and play." Here's my issue. I know a lot of people said, "Oh no, you go on and, and play him. He wants to get the record, Brian." Listen, I think he's mocking. Just this you. is why. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, plenty of people have said that. I'm not mocking Scott. Although, if he did say that, sure, I'm mocking him. But anyways, moving on. Listen, here's the deal. These are the reasons why Klopp is a fool in this match. And I support Klopp. He's an awesome dude. I would love to play for him. I would love him managing my team. Okay? But in this match, he was a fool. And this is why. There's three reasons why. Number one, injuries. Obviously, you can never predict them. Who was it? Henderson that went down? I think he's probably okay. Yes. But it looks maybe you don't want serious him to, You don't want bit. him to get hurt. You don't want to see anybody sitting on the ground, period. No, you are, you are eight points clear when this match started. Or something close to that. Seven to eight points clear. Over Chelsea, over fourth place. You're currently in third place. Number one, injuries. Number two, nothing to gain because of the points you're already clear. This game meant nothing to you for the most part. I'll give you a little bit. Okay, and hold on. And so then number three, this is why. And this this brings number one and two together. You said two things. The players know the above two reasons. Therefore, they're not giving 100%. Because they know they don't want to pick up an injury. I will and say they this. know that there are plenty of points clear and the game doesn't matter. I will say this. In a World Cup year, I want third place much more than normal. As compared to fourth place, I do because not those want those two back. extra Champions League matches. And as an Arsenal fan who consistently lived in fourth place, you're right; you don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I and right now Spurs are, are are in prime position. They're one point behind Liverpool with a game in hand, so they are in position for third place with so, it with an easy run in. Exactly. So they're, I mean, they are still Spurs. Easy. They're I still qu- Spurs. I'm putting quote fingers on that because we but can Liverpool, talk about that in a minute. Liverpool is the distraction of Champions League. Yeah. So, yes, I, you know, there is still something to play for. Is it that big of a deal? Ultimately, probably not. But it is still something. So I get it. I still watched this match as a fan. I didn't. I didn't phone it in because it still means a little something to me. Yeah. Plus, I'm a fan. So I get why Salah would go out there and play uh, again uh, for uh, his club. Uh, obviously, uh, didn't score any points. No one did. Uh, oh, well. No big deal. Everything else is the same. That is so, that's so generous of you. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. On a 0-0 home draw against yeah, Stoke. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I do still feel what Dave is saying, even though I get why. I, you know, I watched. They if played. I been, and I'm not. If I'm a Liverpool fan, I would have been 
furious. I'm not furious. No, um, no, I would no. have been livid furious. Hey. Like, what are you doing, you I'm fool? I'm riding the high of the Look. 5-2 lead and the aggregate score of the Look, semifinal. Salah still should have scored. Dave, your one opportunity to really blow up elephant foot, I mean rhino foot, this was your chance. I mean, he just blew well, it. He just te- blew an open shot. Technically, he's consistent with any type of a touch a touch goal, Brian. No, oh, he gosh. just missed. Uh, consistent. Um, Listen, it I tried to pin this on him and Scott said, "You know what? We're just not going to." Scott over Scott's Liverpool crush overruled my want to give Salah the Cameron Drumway right. Player of the Week award. That's right. Scott, you still own Salah. I do. I still own Salah. Dave, you still own Salah, despite the fact that this podcast has said repeatedly, I don't know about this guy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) When it comes down to it, we can't sell him. Regardless of the matchup against... I haven't had the John Stones to sell him yet. Yeah. Regardless of the matchup against Chelsea in this double week coming up, and the fact that they only play once, not having Salah in week 38 at home against Brighton seems to be the most nerve-wracking part of owning or not owning him because at that point you have your answers with champions league and if if Klopp is going to play him going into the second leg of the champions league semifinal oh right yes he's and he's going to play him as there. a warm-up no well, yes yeah, sure why because- in the world is he going to all of a sudden say you know what we're going to give you a rest big guy great season the other issue is not only now is he trying to maintain his lead on Harry Kane in the Golden Boot in the Premier League, but Lionel Messi has passed him this past weekend in, overall in the goals? European Golden Shoe race. Mm. Uh, I just can't imagine not having him in week 38. It's a good point. And, 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 or, and or a good triple captain candidate. If you Man, haven't used it look, yet. I, I don't know what to say. Tons of people are selling him. Obviously, it's it's wavered back and forth here. People sold him going into the Champions League. Then he scores, and they, people are buying him back, and then he blanks against Stoke. I get that it's frustrating. It's just looking ahead two weeks to this, and there's no reason why even at Chelsea, Salah doesn't do the same thing he usually does. I might count on Chelsea to hold a clean sheet against Liverpool at home. No one is. So... To me, I, I just it. I, I mean, lucky that he did not get charged. He he has matches that he. I mean, just because of who he is and the, his season long form and pure desire. Why in the world? It just seems like a really strange time. Unless you need money somewhere else, you feel like you got a sure thing. Hey, you save a dollar if you go down to Christian Eriksen, ten point six to nine point six. You need that dollar somewhere else? Fine. Do, I mean, do what you got to do. Listen, it is an interesting question. Would you rather have Erickson against West Brom, Dave? Would you rather have Erickson against West Brom and Newcastle, away to West Brom, home to Newcastle, or, or Salah, Salah for one match for one at match Chelsea? At Chelsea. Who's, who is desperately trying to chase down Liverpool. I know. I would rather and, have Erickson for those two matches. Okay. Well, Dave, put your money where your mouth is, man. Well, I already own Ericsson now. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm and just I saying own Salah, but I don't know what to do about it. Okay. Because I because in like you said, I do want him for 38. Yeah. So uh, I don't Saudi, know what to do. Sadio Mane still missed out in this match. 
Spurs 2, Watford nil. Delhi and Kane scoring in a goal that probably not very many people cared much about. Um, no, it was uh, today. Uh, Spursy meant um, nervy, but uh, still effective. And then um, businesslike. Yeah. To to finish up. That's right. I'm just done. I'm done with, and I hate the Spurs uh as an arsenal fan but i think it's just unfair to continue this spursy i'm gonna keep saying it though i'm with dave yeah but you kind of like them though i i love i know you do i i just so why do you want to keep saying that you're saying it in a mocking form yeah of course i like it though sure doesn't mean i don't like it (laughs) what 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 does he mean yet again (laughs) yet again if this Wing back job was solidified between Aurier and Trippier. Brian, there is nothing I have in the start at the bottom of my page. Do you trust anyone in defense for Spurs? Hey, you, some people apparently are. I'll tell you how many people are right now. Transfers in this round for some reason. Karen Trippier's on the list. Wow. He's one of the top transferred in for this for this match week. That's pretty reactionary. Um. It seems really odd uh, that even if you're buying defenders going into this coming coming into this match week, I know it's only right now it's five thousand people, but what are you doing? I listen. Vertonghen is worth trusting, but he's sort of expensive at six point oh. Okay, hey, Vertonghen's again, been they great. Got, they got two good matchups. Vertonghen probably should have had an assist on Kane's waved off goal that was very very close to not being offside. Uh no, it's this it's and Davinson Sanchez uh it looks to be not much rotation for Toby Alderweireld here at the end of the season. I think the question is, the question everyone's asking is, Erickson gets the assist here on Delhi's goal. Delhi scores, Kane scores. Son does not do anything. Which right before the match, Premier League FPL themselves, or Fantasy Premier League, is talking about Son as the potential to be a huge differential in the match, given his home form on the season. Son eight point three, his last five five two one five three. Right, not great. Not great. You're not happy about that. No. Nope. You are happy with Zaha's last five. You are yes, not happy with Son's last five. You well, in in Ericsson's Ericsson's last five, nine fifteen. Seven, two, and six. Christian Eriksen is so good. Uh, I know how good he is as I've watched him score point after point. On your draft team, probably. Or a meaningless draft league. <laughs> uh, Are you winning that still? Yeah, yeah I think I'm 200 like, points up. On <laughs> I stopped paying attention. Uh, I have to confess. So, Eriksen, the safety of Christian Eriksen for the last three matches is... At the top, the peak, tippy top of safety, the strongest grandmother level of trust. The, the snow on Safety Mountain has Christian Erickson's boot prints in it. <laughs> what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Christian Erickson as a midfield safety cannot be more safe. If rotation issues with Manchester City players are getting you down, and you don't own Christian Erickson. You should add Christian Eriksen to your team. Agreed. But what about Delhi? You guys don't care. Delhi scored. Delhi's form has been great. Delhi's last six games: eleven, fifteen, six, two, zero, and eight. Holy crap! 
That's really good. Yes, it is really Scott good. Scott hates him. I know. Scott, Scott even, what but, say you about Deli Ali? You want to talk about a differential guy? He's Deli. Nine, he's 9.0, Brian. I know. So, look, he's close enough to Erickson's price where I'd rather have Erickson. Is that fair? I don't know, Dave. Is it fair? I think that's fair. But listen, I could go from Salah. I, I, dare I own Ali and Erickson going into this double match week? I don't know. Maybe. Man, there are points to be had here. Listen. And, look, uh, and you know you're going to get points here. Tell me At this. West Brom. Am I crazy to have two cities and two Sterling and Silva, Erickson and Ali going into this double match week? That's not horrible, is it? No, it's not. You're just, it's really heavy. You're just, it's you're heavy. Just, and you're, you're just putting all your chips on, you're, you're betting all on red. That's there. true. Well, betting or, on well, blue ish. Anyways, just... Scott, get, get us on this next match. All right. Sounds good. Hey, look. Hey, no. Uh, two other things. Uh, Scott, will you consider Danny Rose for your all injury team next year? Oh, yes. 100%. Yes. yes good. Because uh, groin knock. Uh, even after speculation <laughs> that he would that possibly be recalled here, like always a bad thing. Uh, does not yeah groin knock. And then also <laughs> so uh, many things I want to say right now. Look, Watford home to Newcastle <laughs> at United. Feel free to cross this team off of your list. Yep. Uh, unless you have Mariapa as a cheap defensive. Uh, I agree completely. Swansea nil, Chelsea one. Cesc Fabregas with the lone goal in this one. It was a Cesc game, man. Yeah, it was. This is a crap game. It's yes. one of three crap games that I have on my list. Well, let me just give you Scott's stat of the day then, and we'll move on. How about sure. that? Okay. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day. All right, Scott's stat of the day is the number six. The number six. Six being the number of starts for Olivier Giroud in the Premier League. He's had zero goals in those starts. However, he has scored six goals as a substitute. Oh, boy. Super sub, Scott. Super sub. Olivier Giroud. If you see him in the starting lineup, the you're guy we, The guy we were hoping might be a good differential in this run-in uh, cannot score a goal as a starter. Correct. I think a lot of people are going to move to Swansea here. Uh, if you haven't already, if you don't own I'm maxed any. out. I am not. Swan- Swansea has some good matchups going into this, yes, this they last do. week, Brian. They, they're I'm at, looking, they're I'm at Bournemouth at my, yep. and home to Southampton. Sorry, Dave. I, I agree with you. And honestly, like I'm looking at my squad and I'm thinking that I'm probably going to fill my bench with Swans. Yep. But I'm not going to be upset if any of them gets substituted in. I'm no, sure. uh, the one that's disappointing, I think, uh, this week, uh, Federico Fernandez, who is the only Swans defender that I have owned this season, uh, he missed out. I sold him a couple weeks ago See, looking at this difficult run-in that they had. But now, with this last three matches here for Swansea, two of the last three at home, all three are going to be some pretty desperate matches for them. Uh, honestly, Southampton-Swansea which is going to be the lone match on Tuesday. And I didn't say it the other way around because Swansea's hosting Southampton mm-hmm. on Tuesday night. That is going to be the last great match of the season. And by great, I mean drama-filled. Yeah, You've it's got re- 17th place Swansea, 18th place Southampton. You could see some movement there depending on how the weekend's matches go, depending on how the Saturday matches go. Both Swansea and Southampton are away on Saturday. Mm-hmm. However, no matter what happens there, you're still going to have a match where one of those two teams, depending on the result, 
will either move down or stay in the relegation zone. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah. That is our last great drama-filled match in the Premier League in real life wow. this season. Wow. Um, and I'm okay owning three swans going into that match, the home team in that match. By the way, for the record, you mentioned Federico Fernandez. Lucas Fabianski is my backup keeper. Mm-hmm. Jordan Ayew is my third forward. Alfie Mawson is my fifth. <laughs> yeah, defender. and Jordan Ayew is uh, getting tons of love from people transferring him in. He's in the top 10 of transfers in, of total total people transferring him in. Um, on the Chelsea side, the only thing I want to say is that Eden Hazard got the assist here on the assess goal. Really good for you. <laughs> playing at Swansea uh, continues to be not easy. But look, body language, uh, actual word language coming out of mouths uh, from Chelsea, <laughs> and the pursuit of the top four for them is real. And they are playing really well right now. And uh, the only two people that I trust on Chelsea Football Club are Eden Hazard and Dave Azpilicueta, it who is- continues to be the best player of the season other than Salah. In the run-in... For this season, with very little hope for drama, where there is still a little hope for Chelsea, there's going to be some effort. Yep. So there there could be some points to be had there. Yep. Burnley nil, Brighton nil. Wake me when you're done with this one. The only thing I'm happy about is that, uh, hey, finally, thank you, Burnley, for a clean sheet. Yeah, right after I sold Matt Lowton. Man, you did. So mad. So Uh, mad. Brian, I have this as a crap game unless you own Burnley defenders. Yeah, I had Loughton and uh, Kevin Long both. Uh, it was the one bright spot of the defense for me. I had Kevin uh, Long weekend. as well. He almost um, scored, by the way. Kevin Long almost scored again. Duffy's handball kept it out. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, the Ashley, handball that wasn't called. Yeah, Ashley Barnes had a had a couple of really good chances in yes, that same. Uh, everybody had a good kick at it. Uh, Tarkowski, the only Burnley player to get a bonus point. Um I don't know if I've seen Look, it. I don't ever seen, know if I've seen it before. I mean, I guess it's it's understandable nil nil. But the entire starting back line and goalkeepers were the top ten bonus point getters of all the players in this match. So I want I want to apologize to this match. I said it was a crap match. Mm-hmm. It's not fair because that mad scramble was so exciting that lifted it out of like pure crap to just like maybe slightly smelly you crap. Say that, but I mean. Okay, saw it in a 30-second highlight reel, yep. moved on. Yeah, but it was awesome. Brighton have United City and Liverpool. Uh, Burnley have Arsenal and Bournemouth. Uh, maybe Burnley gets something at home in that last week, but you're not counting on it. I say... Uh, Brian, want- what are you doing with Barnes? You letting him ride? I'm having a tough time. He's not an essential transfer out, and we can talk about it in the injury roundup. Chris Wood took an injury here. Ashley Barnes, uh, I'm not worried about him at all as a okay. third striker. That's good. It's a frivolous move for uh, to move from him to someone else unless you're counting on points from someone like Jordan Ayew. Have you played your bench boost yet? No, I have not. Okay. Are you probably playing it this week, I would guess? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Interesting. He's not going to show his cards. Come on. I Dave. have not. Listen, Dave, I get this. What We can talk about... In a double week, whether it's better to play a triple captain on someone who plays twice, or whether it's if you can field a full team of of two weak guys, is the bench boost hey, a better move? Brian, yeah. do you, are those your yeah. two chips remaining? That's it. Yeah, triple captain. I have and the bench same boost. two chips. Yeah, you have you have those two. I I am almost have... positive going bench boost this week. Really? Yeah, because sure. Okay. 
I will have almost 15 guys very possibly playing. Twice. And who are you thinking about triple captaining at 38? Tasty choices, man. Ashley Barnes. Salah. Why, <laughs> why not Salah, maybe? Yeah, 38, maybe. It depends if he needs the, the goals. Yeah. Maybe. For both the golden boots I don't know. or the golden I think shoe. he's... Look, this is me forecasting. I'm hoping that they win against Roma, whatever, the, the, this week, indoor <sighs> advance against Champions yeah, League. Too. That's what I want. Um, Everyone wants if that. If they do, that 38-week game technically probably won't mean much unless Chelsea wins again or whatnot. But unless Chelsea mean, beats Liverpool. It could mean, it could mean something. Yeah, the and only team, it and, does, and it could mean something to Brighton given their last three it matches. It could mean something to Brighton. It could mean something to Liverpool. Doubtful. And that will be the last game that they'll have before the Champions League final, which there will be too much time in between without a game. I just feel like Salah might be a good triple captain that week. Listen, there will be others Look, well, as well. And and that and that's what will make it fun at the end of the season is for those who have saved the triple captain, who are you going to put in on? If Brighton gets one point in their last three, it will be a pure miracle. <laughs> so, But where are they at currently? 15th. I'm just 30, saying. I'm just. What? 30, I'm just saying five. that I have no idea. Brighton have thirty seven points. They're fine. They're absolutely fine. Brian, what are, for them Brian, not to Scott, be f- Scott, what does eighteen have? Thirty two with it's three matches five to play. Clear with three points clear. I mean, with three matches. To and play. most people are saying that thirty seven is the clear number here it this is. season. I'm not worried at all about Brighton. This point they got in this match essentially assures them of safety. But, hey, who knows? Either way, I'm not buying a Brighton player no, for the rest of the year. No, not at all. Crystal Palace 5, Leicester nil. Zaha, MacArthur, RLC, mm-hmm. PVA, and then... And then, and then Benteke, SMH. Ugh. <laughs> On a PK. <laughs> Initials over. Uh, Brian, let's just go ahead and go into Waste Watch first. Can I go we? into one other segment we like to call Lester Sucks? Oh, my gosh. They do Brian, so hard. I have, uh, again, starred in my notes here. LC is screwing me. <laughs> uh, Albrighton, red card. Red card. Nice job, buddy. Uh, and he actually had the balls to argue it. That was amazing. <laughs> Jamie Vardy, the only shot for Leicester City on target. Probably should have scored. I mean, cleared off the line, but still. The only Joel shot. Ward? Joel Ward cleared it. I think. The only shot on target for Leicester City in the match. Yes, I just said Joel Ward only to make sure everyone knew I knew it was Joel yes. Ward. Uh, <laughs> Ian Acho leading the way with uh, for Leicester City with, with shots. Yeah, I was uh, glad to see him out there. Three shots. He only played half, so it's always great that the guy that plays half gets the most shots that you have for your team. <laughs> Still no Casper uh, Schmeichel for the Foxes. Um, yeah, we can. If you want to do a waste watch, we can do that for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Christian Benteke, Benteke waste watch. Just nine total touches for Christian Benteke after he subbed on at 86 minutes. But hey, one of those touches was Luka Milivojevic giving up his penalty kick to Christian Benteke. So maddening for my fantasy. Oh, maddening for a- anyone. Uh, one shot total, one shot on target, one goal. I think this gets him in the clear. 
<laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> does it really? He did slip when he kicked it. Oh, it, it was so funny. It was it so Benteke esque. It's still scored though. So it barely. Uh, if this scored. somehow gets him off the hook, man. Hey, it gets him off the hook because when the ball went into the net, all of you could hear it practically from here. All of Crystal Palace supporting parts of London saying, "Eh, that's fine, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> While all of Luka Milivojevic's fantasy Premier League ownership screamed, "It was that horror face what emoji." Is this? Yeah. What is this world twisted? Why? What is this world twisted in what for world we live? But hey, you know what? You and Zaha, you're happy. I have two questions. Yeah. How much will the relegation battle impact Palace's outcomes, especially versus Stoke City? Nope. But also in the last week versus West Brom? None. If I'm looking at it from a Palace perspective, none. They are in 11th place. They're absolutely safe. And if things go swimmingly for them... They can finish 10th. They, they can are pass not, Newcastle here. They are not motivated by avoiding uh, relegation. They're just in good form. They are in f- and they are fully healthy to the point that you might see Connor Wickham in what? one of these last two matches. He's Listen, guaranteed to score a th- goal. This is my one nugget to bring up for this, for okay. this pod Go that's ahead, worth Dave. any type of fantasy relevance. Oh, brother. Didn't you just Listen, hear Waste people Watch? People are going to mock this. <laughs> I want to bring this, this up as people care about f- fixtures the rest of the season, the next two weeks. Brian James Tompkins. He's been great. He's been absolutely great. I've almost bought him a couple of times. He's yeah. $4.4 billion. It's an amazing price for someone at who's been Stoke so effective. At West Brom hey. for the Flying High Crystal Palace Eagles, his last three matches... Eight, six, and six. Listen, and I don't see it changing hey. in the next two matches. Now, the only downside is Palace is one of the eight clubs with only one match. Right. I know, but it, God bless it. almost looks like a guaranteed at seven. No. Hey, especially at that. Stoke. I don't know, though, if you want to take your chances with a defender who has to face either Solomon Rondon or Jay Rodriguez in the <laughs> final matches. I feel really good about <laughs> that. Second question is. No, really. What level of confidence do you have in Leicester City in their double None. week in the I'm, last three total matches None. here? If if I can get rid of them, I'm getting rid of them. They none, are, they are none. And I mean that. I mean Vardy. I mean Maguire. I yep. mean Ben Chilwell, who a ton of people are buying. I mean Mares. I mean Damari Gray, Casper Schmeichel. Out, out, out. They are home against West Ham and Arsenal, and end at Spurs. There are points in there on paper. West Ham and and home <laughs> against Arsenal under the lights at King Power. Isn't it amazing how quickly with Claude Puel this club changed? There have been points no, to be had. They've been okay. It's we just, ate, for whatever we reason, ate Crow when he took over and they shot up the table. We and are now, you. We are you. My my point being is, like he did, he's done okay. But for whatever reason, they're they're at the beach. They Listen, look like Southampton's. Rian Mares. Well, they yeah. have nothing. They have absolutely can do nothing. They can go nowhere. The only thing I think they can do is possibly get past. I think they can pass Everton, which does nothing for them. No, it, it, it is a meaningless season. They have nothing left to do. Mares up until the Manchester City uh, baloney. The transfer, all the transfer nonsense with him, 
And then that international break that happened, the form player for almost anyone in midfield until like the week after the international break. Since then, absolutely nothing. So, and I get Vardy was scoring there in a, a bunch. He probably should have scored again here. Tons of people are buying Jamie Vardy here. I'm saying, huh. what confidence in the world do you have with anyone on this team? No, no, no. one. I'm selling my Leicester players that are I Are you own. selling Ben Chilwell? I might figure out a way. I'm, I might not have, it might not be worth the money that I might have to, I might have to take some negatives, and I, I'm not sure I'm willing to take a negative four to sell him. Okay. But All I'm, right, thinking, I, I'm considering it. I'm just saying I wanted to be a I wanted to I'm, I'm I was assuming it was a definitive final statement from this podcast about Leicester City but I'm with you. Uh, totally with you. Harry Maguire. Are you selling Chilwell, Brian? Just haven't gotten to him, but he's gone. It's more it, it's not about what's it's not about what's in my heart cuz in my heart he's been gone for for a while. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's it's more about the money. Right. If you have the if you have a Hey, you're a wild card, you have a free hit, you have something that you can make a, a massive bunch of changes. Yeah, of course, you're not putting one person from Leicester City. Surprisingly, in. Wayne Hennessy's somewhere on that map, too. Just want to throw Wayne that out Hennessey there. Wayne Hennessy is, this is two weeks in a row now where he's made me regret not playing him. Amazing. And it was and it was a one week after he got zero against Brighton at home. So, frustrating, frustrating. Ten and a six his last two weeks. And again, we've already discussed yep. Palace's upcoming matches are juicy. Wayne Hennessy is a great bench goalkeeper right now. Huddersfield nil, Everton two. Jink Tosun and Ghana score the goals for the away side. Is really is anyone really owning Jink? Uh, probably some. Some people are. You want to know how many? No, don't care. I just think they're all fools. <laughs> Not really. I mean, he scored a goal in this one. Yeah, but it's such a crap goal. Uh, Dave, He's 6.8. 2.3% of fantasy Premier League owners own Jank Tosun. All Everton fans. Um, oh, me too. Look, Everton has a home match against the Saints, against, uh, and then they end at West Ham. It's not the worst final two matches. Hey, no, Leighton Baines. Motivated, they're motivated clubs trying to stay up. Leighton Baines. Oh, Coleman. Leighton Baines punched me right in the face. Three bonus points, 12 total points yeah. in the match. It's the second straight week that he killed people with points. So, True. You were right, Brian, though. He, the, it's the same back four. Sam Allardyce is riding those four in that back line. And, the, and he wanted things tightened up. They're playing much better defensively. Keane, Coleman, Jagielka, Baines. You want to pick one of those guys? Yeah, I do because I want to get rid of Maguire and Yedlin this week. And hey, Tompkins, these aren't Maguire and Yedlin out. Tompkins and who from Everton in? I would pick Leighton Baines or Coleman. Hosting Southampton. Thing I'm is, a little it, nervous about that. Only one. I like match. Baines because Baines takes the PK still, right? He probably would. Could be anybody. I don't think we've seen an Everton penalty since Sam Allardyce said that Rooney's, Rooney's not, not the taking them. That's a good point. So it could be anyone. And Walcott's the form guy right now. Look at that. Oddly enough, he is in form a little Dumb. bit. It's Baines and Walcott. His assist though was kind of crap. Whatever. It was, a, it was like a trip. Hey, look. This is, why, pass. this is why I'm so exhausted from fantasy right now. Yeah. You don't want Huddersfield no. next match. Newcastle. I, I I don't want anything from Huddersfield for the rest of the year. Period. Newcastle nil, West Brom one. Matt Phillips scored the lone goal. Not much here from the forwards to Dave's delight. Crap game. No one was purchased more than Iosi Perez. 
from Newcastle United. What did we say? He gets a three-match run of form near the end of the year every year, and that is it. It is over. The expiration date has passed on Iosi Perez. See ya. You just, you're dummies if you not, still own it's him. It's not that bad. You're dummies if you <laughs> still true. own him. It's Newcastle is safe. They're that is at the your beach. Opinion. That's your In my opinion. opinion, what did Iosi get you this week? He got you as many points as uh, Wayne Rooney. I see your comment on opinion, Dave, and I give you fact. Oh, that's listen. So, that's such he a. He just hasn't such been a, challenged. He got. He has two games in the double match week. They're, they're at Watford, at Spurs. Listen, Terrible ring matches. around Iosi. Are you kidding me? Do you want to make a bet about Iosi Perez right now? What? 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 What do you want to bet? Um. Uh, Five points or less. You need combined to come up matches. with something because right now no. I'm gonna be I'm Scott, winning. If I to winning. if I, I were you, too. if I were you, yeah, I would put it at six, with six the assumption of less. playing two, two, and two. No, I'm so, talking about just in the double game week. Oh, five points or less in the double week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Total. You think you'll get more than five points total? Dave, in the double Newcastle game week. play at Watford and at Tottenham in their double week. He's not getting more than five points in the two combined matches. He literally just has to play 90 minutes and avoid a yellow card. Dave, if he gets an assist, this bet. if he gets an assist in either of those two matches, you would win. And I'm saying five or less combined. Iosi Perez. I'll take that. I'll take that bet easy. I'm looking oh, back at his history. Oh, man. He hardly goes three games at all without getting something. So give me that. Well, that three-game match is, uh, streak is over. Listen, Newcastle, when when because so many people were on Newcastle going into this match, yeah, uh, someone from Newcastle's defense or Dubrovka were part of just about any fantasy analyst's team of the week, and you're at home against West Brom, who are desperate, and West Brom wins. And Newcastle can't get anything against West Brom at Amazing. home. They they got they came close so many times, but yeah, they outshot true. them like seventeen to nine or something like that. Oh, but man. I think they only had a few shots total on target. It's kind and, of what, and two of them were from Dwight Gale. It's kind of what makes me pause about Spurs just a little. I know we've talked them up big time, Erickson and Delhi and Kane and, and pick a defender who actually plays. But at West Brom, I mean, Darren Moore has gotten points against Liverpool and United. Already. I agree. And I'm not expecting Tottenham to go in there and win for nothing. Right. 2-1 uh, feels about right. Especially so. after a 2-0 squeaker at home against Watford. All right. right. So, so let's renew the bet. Review the bet, not renew it. Yes. Yeah, so West or bet. Holy crap. Let's, let's vet review. the bet. Let's review the bet yes. real quick. You say in the next in this double match week, uh -huh. collectively, Iosi Perez will not score more than five points. Correct. If you have five points and under, I will take six points and over. That is right. All right. Add that to the list. Ring speaking the bell. of bets, speaking of bets, West Brom forwards twenty six. Yes. City forwards twenty five. I'm back in the match. I'm it back in it. Got Dave, a lot closer. Dave, I was very nervous this match. Dave has never been happier to see a West Brom one nil victory, <laughs> but so not to have a forward score. Yes, goal. Matt. Right. Seeing Matt Phillips' name on the score sheet. Yeah. Uh, yes, I was very nervous during this match, as uh, and then very relieved. 
because uh, this match was Saturday. Very relieved to see uh, Jesus score. Well, Rondon and uh, Rodriguez both had sh- the the they both had shots on target. They led in shots and shots on target here for West Brom. Yeah, I'm ner- I'm nervous about this, but this is the bet that makes me the most nervous <laughs> by far. And it um, listen, Newcastle's last three matches. Look, it makes the double week unappealing at very at the very least, and. Paul Dummett made it into some people's team of the week this past week. So as somebody who's championed Dummett, I know for sure in the past few weeks I've said up until now. I would hold him up until now. Right. Having him for two matches at Watford and at Spurs, I don't think I want anything to do with it. And he I certainly definitely won't get to f- six points. And I certainly combined. don't want them I certainly don't want Newcastle defenders or a goalkeeper at home against Chelsea for the last match of the season, especially if Chelsea get the results they want in the double week. So either way, Newcastle is extremely safe, can't really move anywhere, can't move up or down all that much. It's not a big... I feel like it's there's not a lot here. Southampton 2. Bournemouth won. The Saints stay alive thanks to a Brian Dusan Tadic brace that not even a Josh King goal can overcome. This is like a speaking of guys too that, late. Speaking of guys that are throwing a wrench into the turbine here, you wanna uh, you wanna talk about Dusan Tadic? Or are we just gonna pass this off as a don't even don't nothing to see here while fireworks explode in the background? It's up to me. Keep moving. I disagree. Pass along. I disagree. Don't discuss. When did Dusan Tadic become relevant, Brian? Uh, this week. No. A couple um, weeks ago when who became his manager? When Mark Hughes took over Dusan Tadic, since then, uh, has played decently well. Past four uh, week, The yeah. past three weeks, he's been excellent. The That's past, correct. Uh, prior to that, he did exactly nothing yeah. uh, at all. Really, at all? I'm not entirely turned off by the prospect. I I don't have a place in my midfield for him. Yeah. But if you do have a midfield transfer, and especially a second or third tier, you know, something like a third, fourth, or fifth midfield move that you want, to I'll make, give you one. Because this is one that I have that I could put on my plate right this moment. All right. For the final three matches, would you rather have Dusan Tadic or Jerdan Shakiri. Oh, Tadic. 100% Tadic. Dave? Can I, can I finish my thought Tadic's on that? Tadic's last... Listen, in his last three matches, he has a 9-3-15. and 15, But before that was a streak of 2-1-1-3-2-2-1-4-2-3. Yep. Yep. Manager change, Manager change. He was just not been I, there that long. I get it. I am not trusting that. The motivation is the same. For Shakiri and Tadic. Everton, it's exactly Everton, the same. Swansea, and they are and and City. Tadic at his at his most important is equally important to Southampton as Shakiri is to Stoke. Oh yeah. No, l- listen. If Tadic, oh, by the way, but, by the way, but the Dave, problem, no, 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 this is the selling point but, right here. Tadic has two matches in the coming game week. Shakiri right. has one. The problem the problem is it's been like everyone has said all along. Where is this guy? Where is the thirteen-point match Dusan Tadic? 
Why do we see so many two and one point match Deuce on Tadiches? Who was his manager? I know. I so I agree. I I think that I think that all of a sudden now, uh, he's made a he's made a strong case for the double week, to the point that. What's his price? Eight. Eight overall okay. in transfers in six point two Scott. Six point two. He's the exact same price as Shakiri. Yes. And that's why I'm asking. <laughs> that is exactly why I'm asking. You could move down from Marco to Tadic, and I wouldn't call you crazy. So a lot of people have made that move. Nearly twenty thousand people so far this week have made that move. Now I say all of this and I hear Tactics FC tweeting me already. I about, want my money back. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's how hey, it talks. Listen, listen, we messed up the Charlie I, Austin one. There's no I doubt am about not, that. Listen, I am not... I am you guys abs- are crazy to bet anything on Southampton, okay? Here, I'm just saying. I, listen, I am not... I am absolutely not... I, I get this past week that Ben Dinnery, who I think a lot of people look to for injury updates and stuff, put his foot in it a little bit with the Sadio Mane news that he tweeted out yeah. earlier in the week. Ben Dinnery was one of the people who also, in his in his worst week maybe that he's had in a long time, also said uh, he really liked Charlie Austin this week. Uh, I think a lot of people liked Charlie Austin this week, given the matchup at home against a team that concedes boatloads of goals. <laughs> Cherry sure. baskets worth of goals. I see. Full of goals of cherries. Yes. Uh, Charlie Austin, 71 minutes, three shots tied for the most of anyone from Southampton on the day. Subbed off for Pierre-Emile Hoybier, which is odd considering that Shane Long had already been subbed off at 59 minutes for, for Nathan Redmond. None of the Saints strikers were on the pitch for the last 20 minutes. As much as it's working for Tadich under Hughes, it is not working for Austin under Hughes. I will None of those strikers that. are working for, for Shane Southampton. Shane Long a little. But well, not enough to make me only, want to buy. Right, only on pace. Yeah, only yeah. because of what he adds in pace. If Tadic is the beneficiary for all of this and you get a really great double week out of Deuce on Tadic, Dave, you would scream your head off. How are we still talking about this? It's because he put 13 on the board this week. This That's is why. fool's gold. Eighth most transferred in. You have to make a call on this. I might have egg on my face. Okay. I've had it plenty of times before. I would go to bat. I'd fall on a sword here that Tadic is crap the rest of the year. <laughs> I don't know. He, I disagree. It's not necessarily his fault. He's an excellent footballer. He's just playing on Southampton. The other thing with Dusan Tadic is that uh, even with 20,000 people buying him, that brings his overall ownership up to like 2.4%. Right. And guess who I'm, I'm guessing that a lot of people in your mini league do not have Dusan Tadic. Sure. You're right. All right, Brian, take us home with the injury roundup. Howdy, partners. It's the injury roundup. <laughs> yeah. Injury roundup is, uh, well, you know, do you just, can, we, can I say Josh King's name? We didn't even say that in the Bournemouth match, did we? Yeah, I mentioned him with the goal. Just that he scored five goals in his last ten matches. He has seven total goals for the season. Guys in form, that's all. Um, injury roundup, look, uh, a couple of guys from from uh, Burnley, just to mention at least because they're uh, Ben Mee's still at 8.3% ownership for whatever reason. Mm. Nothing concrete about him. Uh, just ruled out this past week. 
If you look at his, uh, look at his uh, player card, I guess, you look at the information on him, it, uh, it says that the ex- expectation is him to be back May 6th, but I don't think there's any possible way you count on that. Uh, ben Mee's been one of the most sold uh, defenders anyway. So, Chris Wood uh, at 3% ownership. Uh, laceration on his foot that required stitches. That's, that's, what led, that's what led to the Sam Vogue substitution against Brighton. Uh, I'm assuming that you'd prefer not to have a laceration on your foot, <laughs> on either of your feet, really, if you play football for a living. Seriously. Which is uh, why I also assume that Chris Wood is going to be doubtful for this weekend. Another reason why I say Ashley Barnes uh, is safe. The guy's playing as hard as possible. Uh, that's why I don't hate hanging on to him. Reminder for everyone that Marcus Alonso is, will, should be back this weekend. Uh, and it'll definitely for the season run-in, uh, if you're looking for a massively expensive defender, 15.8% ownership on Marcus Alonso. Still high. It's ridiculous high. Especially yeah. after uh, suspension. Yeah. Casper um, Schmeichel, look, I know he's not owned a ton, but it was the flatness with which Claude Puel dismissed his ability to play against Palace. That has to make you wonder whether or not he really will come back for West Ham. Um, there was enough optimism going into the weekend that make, would make you think that maybe he would be back against uh, Arsenal next midweek. But can't imagine that you're really, like we said, can't really imagine really looking a lot to Leicester City in the double week. Yeah. The last big one was Kyle Walker. Uh, we mentioned him earlier, 13% ownership, replaced with 61 minutes. Uh, I think if you're a Kyle Walker owner, you probably didn't want to see him leave, I don't think. No, no. Uh, especially in a match like that where, you know, they end up scoring four, four goals. But it uh, looked like a groin, uh, another groin knock. It's got your favorite new phrase. Oh, yeah. Nothing seriously official yet. Um, not to drag Ben Dinnery back into this, but uh, Premier Injuries also, uh, he noted post-match, uh, it, it's entirely reasonable to assume this too, even if the even if the groin issue is even the slightest bit serious. Hmm. That's it for him. He's not playing again. He's not playing this week. He's not playing in the double week. And given the proximity to the world cup what in the world are they playing him again at all for yeah nothing there's nothing to gain from having him out there if there were to be final word on this danilo who substituted in for kyle walker is a direct replacement for him danilo is five dollars if you were to get word in the next few days that kyle walker's groin injury is going to keep him out weeks yeah, or could be more, multiple weeks. Danilo is an amazing, amazing choice in defense. That is your injury roundup. Thanks, Brian. If I get rid of Maguire and Yedlin, I'm looking at two of the following four: either Nacho or Trippier, or Tompkins or Cresswell. I think that's an improvement you, either way. How you trust Nacho? Yeah. I'm looking at Tompkins and Trippier, even though Tompkins only has one match. I don't know how you trust you trust Trippier either. I know. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I'm starting with Maguire and Yedlin. If you're talking about this as uh, if you're talking about it in terms of trust for minutes, then you're not going to find two more reliable people than Aaron Cresswell and James Tompkins for their yeah, respective clubs. I just clubs. don't trust. I don't trust Aaron Cresswell. I know. 
I'd put Trippier. I'd I'd buy him and put him in the first spot on my bench. Oh, the Luca position. Well, that's true. <laughs> I've got a really good team. I can't decide who to bench. Oh man. The toils and dilemmas, Brian, of having hey, such I'm, a kick ass team. I said <laughs> you, look, you there's so much there was so much in the past few weeks building up to this, trying to get you know, trying to position yourself for all this stuff. It's true. Uh no, this is it, man. I mean, this is it's it's risk time. Some of us have to make bigger risks than others, but uh, it's, it's true. This is there's never a better time to do it than right now. Just a couple more big decisions to make. All right, well, let's. We have made it to the end of the pod, Scott. People can find us everywhere on the Fantasy Soccer FC platforms, social media everywhere. Check out our website at fantasysoccerfc.com. Is on that, the on the I, social media, I'm, I'm delirious. Is that, is that even correct? Check hey, out listen. our check out our ham radio broadcast if you're on ham radio. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm not sure exactly what that means. Um, Me hey, give us a good rating. Be kind. Be, be kind to to us potters. Has anyone been unkind? Not sure. P o d d e r. Yes. Like Stoke City. That's true. We are not Stoke City potters. Good gosh, for the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. Until next time.